Why does an ESTP feel introverted? That is today's Act Like question here on the C.S. Joseph podcast. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, C.S. Joseph. If that's not obvious, I mean, come on. But like, hey, we got Sam as our other host. We got Chris as our other host. And hopefully we'll be adding in another host in the very near future to uh, just keep things uh, fresh. And then uh, perhaps uh, one day these folks will branch off and have their own channels to uh, further uh, continue talking about the science of ego hacking and all of the awesome that pertains uh, to four sides dynamics. That all being said, let's just get right on to the question while I turn off my Discord client because notifications are annoying. So, <clears throat> so why does an ESTP feel introverted? So let's actually like discuss introversion and extroversion real quick, just to remind people uh, within the context of the audience, what exactly does that mean and why is it important, right? Also, uh, let me know how you guys like this microphone compared to the other one. The other one seemed like it might like have sucked for people. Uh, just just keep me in the uh, in the loop on that. Uh, but yeah. So it's by the way, it's not extra version. It is extra version, and it's because Jung said there's something extra needed uh, to gain and retain mental energy. Right. That's why it is extra version because there's always something extra. Uh, most people think being extroverted is all about um, being outgoing, and that really has nothing to do with it at all, like literally nothing. And if you're going to go to our uh, platform at Ucha, ucha.app, and uh, go to that website, and let's say you registered an account so you could have access to our interactive type grid, uh, you would see like initiating versus responding. Initiating people are extroverts and responding people are introverts. And all intro, uh, introversion and extroversion means is that initiators, they go to people first to get information or exchange information. Uh, they go to other people to loop themselves in, basically. It's kind of like inviting yourself over to your neighbor's house to a point. That is initiation or initiating. And then responding is waiting for other people to come to you to loop you in. And it makes you feel special and important, etc. But that's literally the difference between introversion and extroversion, right? So you kind of need to know that before we can like actually spend time answering the question. So anyway, let's talk about why does an ESTP feel introverted then? Well, you know, a lot of types actually often think they're introverts or extroverts when they're actually the opposite. Um, I, one of the reasons why I ooh, uh, barely got any sleep, I had, uh, I had to take John to the uh, airport this morning. It's super mega early. Uh, anyway, um, one, one of the reasons why people, I mean, I did, I thought I was, uh, I thought I was responding. I thought I was introverted, right? because uh, it's always spending the majority of time by myself. Well, the thing is, though, is that the reason why I spent so much time by myself wasn't because I was introverted. It's because I was forced to be by myself. Um, something, you know, extroverted sensors really don't like the idea of being rejected. And expert intuition users, uh, these people don't really like the idea of being dejected, right? So, uh, 
and that's um let's see here i think i'm actually probably going to do a confessions of an entp episode on that who knows that'll be fun uh but uh you know i spent the entire entirety of my life being dejected and dejected basically means like i'm not even a choice i'm not even an option in other people's eyes whereas um expert sensors just don't want to be rejected when they use their ni and they show their ni saying i want you and then that person rejects them like whereas you know in any user we're dejected it's like okay well no one even wants us to begin with we're not even a choice we're not even consideration we're invisible to people often like how 80 percent of men out there uh who uh, they, they they are dejected because they're not even a choice like they're invisible to women they're not even a consideration to women like at all and it's so funny how women in general think like men are having tons of sex but like men are actually having no sex and women are having a bunch of it because and they're all having sex with the, 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 like the same guys basically a small pool of guys so like maybe one out of five men and that's a very generous number by the way one out of five um when it could probably be closer to um one out of 20 uh men are are the ones that are actually having sex on a regular basis so like that's just kind of the reality like that's how bad it is one out of five versus uh one out of 20 that's pretty big range there of pain the range um but the point is, is that, um, like, I wasn't even a choice. I wasn't even a choice for anyone, so I would often feel, feel like I was an introvert, right? Like, I was very responding, because I was always alone. But, no, maybe it should be just, you know, the actual 800-pound gorilla in the room. The fact that I was almost 300 pounds and arrogant and insecure and just actually a lousy person to be around maybe that's why i was just not even a choice for anyone no one wanted me and i i understand uh so that's that's one of the main issues but estps have a different problem so like i felt i was introverted and it's one of the reasons why i typed myself intj inaccurately for a while and that kind of sucked but ESTPs have something similar, but it's like a different approach entirely. And it's it's really coming comes from cognitive projection. Cognitive projection, which we've talked about in season 18, I think we've also talked about in the Cutting Edge episodes podcast. They're available at csjoseph.life forward slash members. Become a journeyman member, and you get access to all of our premium content. Uh, and then uh, if you get an Acolyte membership, you get to ask me questions, and then I basically create content for everyone to benefit from from your questions you get one question a month you get to ask me plus you get to accrue coaching credits uh which saves a lot of money on coaching let's be honest it does and uh and then you can turn in those coaching credits and you can use it on yourself you can use it on anyone you want basically they accrue over time and they're able to earn coaching which is which is pretty amazing to have that opportunity so but common projection is people projecting one of their four sides of their mind onto other people. They're doing this to find out who they're compatible with. They're doing this to find out who they have uh, high camaraderie with, who they can have friendships and relationships with, who they can learn from, who they can grow from, etc. Uh, women typically prefer camaraderie relationships, while men prefer compatible relationships. Women have compatible relationships, but they like to keep it in terms of like their relationship with their dad, their relationship with their brother, relationship with their son, and the relationship with their lover ultimately the father of the children basically so women save compatibility compatibility is more sacred to them 
uh, it's more of a want, whereas with men, compatibility is a need because men don't really feel unconditional love compared to women who get like unlimited sources of unconditional love throughout their life and unlimited attention at that, especially in today's day and age on our Instagram culture. So that is a huge, you know, huge difference. But ESTPs, they have this thing where they are projecting via cognitive projection, their ISTJ side, their ENFP side, uh, their INFJ side onto others. And ESTPs end up projecting themselves. Now ESTPs, they are one of the most external of all of the types. The other type that is super external like them is the INFJ. Uh, they are part of the lust dyad within the soul temple. Um, both of them, uh, from a cognitive origin perspective, need connectedness and intimacy, basically. And uh, the reason for that is because these types yearn for unconditional love the most, and that is what causes them to go all out for intimacy uh, and um, uh, connectedness. So sucks to be them really sucks and that makes ESTP and INFJ men probably the most loneliest of the human race because men maybe may have just one literally one source of unconditional love in their lives one and um, I don't really have the opportunity to experience it either. So I'm like insanely starved for agapeo or unconditional love. This is oftentimes why men uh, turn to, to to God, you know, and, and get into uh, religions basically, because they're trying to like seek out an unconditional love relationship with the creator. And, uh, and that too can be an extremely painful process for me. And I know, cause I'm speaking from experience when I say that, um, but uh, so ESTPs often are ending up projecting their need for unconditional love onto others or projecting their cognitive origin on, on and to others. They're also projecting justification and the need for excuses onto others. And ESTPs, like every other human being out there, we're all projecting ourselves onto other people or parts of ourselves onto other people because human beings are relational creatures. We are only successful unless we have relationships with fellow human beings. That's the fact. We are technically an affiliative feminine race. That's just how we work. Now, the thing is, though, is that ESTPs with their behavior is that ultimately, because they're part of the soul temple, because they're so external, because they're obsessed with uh, intimacy and connectedness because of the lack of unconditional love in their lives, and they're the most loneliest of all the types, they end up becoming this person who ends up being entirely transactional. And ESTPs being transactional is extremely hard. And transactionalism, like, even even if my relationship with Railgun has been a struggle between both of us, it has been a struggle. Um, she can get insanely transactional with our relationship. She usually has this attitude of, hey, you know, if I scratch your back, you better scratch mine. Or she gets insanely mad if she sees me scratching someone else's back and her back hasn't been scratched in the same way or better. And it causes an insane amount of jealousy, which is basically defined by wanting what other people have. Another way of defining jealousy is... Um, uh, you know, saying to yourself, well, I deserve this because I performed better than that person. Envy is saying, I deserve this because I put in more effort or more work than that other person. Okay. That's the difference between jealousy and envy. And they get conflated all the time, sometimes in an extremely annoying way, let's be honest, because most people don't know the difference. 
So because of these things, because of their jealousy, ESTP jealousy, they end up becoming insanely transactional. And they end up like setting up little trades because they're interest-based. They're aware of what they get out of the situation compared to what other people get out of the situation. And because of that, they end up becoming really, really transactional. And INFJs are also very, very transactional as a result. I kind of think ESTPs are worse because they're concrete. And that transactionalism ends up biting them in the butt because they just assume that everyone else is like them. They assume everyone else is transactional. And this ends up causing some serious problems for the ESTP because the ESTP then basically, because they're projecting their own transactionalism onto fellow human beings, they actually don't want to have anything to do with those fellow human beings because they are disgusted by the idea of other people being transactional like they are. And this is where you start getting into the whole beta quadra, aka Templar quadra hypocrisy. If you want to learn more about that, I believe it's season 17, episode 6. It's either episode 5 or 6 in season 17. But uh, in season 17, I talk about uh, I talk about um, the quadras and like some of their biggest hangups and the Templar quadra or the beta quadra hangup is hypocrisy. And so ESTPs are hypocritically disgusted with how transactional other human beings are, except it's their projection of transactionalism that they're putting onto other human beings, which is really, really crazy. The other thing ESTPs are projecting onto others is their introvert intuition inferior. Um, and this is another issue as to why they end up feeling introverted. And, it's, and it really bothers me. Um, but introvert intuition inferior is extremely flimsy, fickle, is extremely fickle. So fickle, um, you know, actually, I'm going to do everyone a favor here. And I'm actually going to define fickle because I think it's really relevant uh, to this discussion right now. So fickle, uh, it means, it's an adjective. It means likely to change, especially due to caprice, irresolution, or instability, casually changeable. It also means not consistent or loyal, especially in terms of affections, such as a fickle lover or fickle uh, weather. So NI inferior is changing constantly. This is one of the reasons why introvert intuition inferiors are so afraid of wanting the wrong thing, but they also don't even really know what they want. They don't even know what options are there. And this is why, for example, ESTPs rely on ISTJs and INFPs to provide options to them and tell them what their choices are. This is why it's also so extremely easy to manipulate ESTPs, especially with Xanatos gambits. Extremely easy. The ESTP is the most weak to a Xanatos gambit. Um, which is basically you provide them choices and it doesn't matter what choice they pick. Uh, you just benefit from whatever choice in the end. So, uh, and it's funny that, that they even at times know they're being manipulated with the Xanatos Gambit, but they're just so excited that they got a choice with their NI inferior, their infant uh, baby inside of their souls. Uh, and they're, and they're, and there's such babies about their freedom of choice that, uh, they get so excited about it. Like you're giving a, a, a new toy to a small child, like a little rattle or something or a, or a hot wheels car. And they're so excited that they don't even care that they're being manipulated. They don't even care that it's a Xanatos gambit because from their perspective, Oh, hi, my ICJ shadow doesn't have to do it alone. As much as ESTPs love to pretend to be the strongest of all the types, they love to pretend uh, to be, you know, they, they really look and behave super alpha, but really it's just a show. They're really just actually flimsy. Um, 
they're often too scared to even talk to strangers or talk to a stranger like a new stranger someone they've never talked to before behind the counter and it's because of this introverted intuition fear and it's because they are fickle they change their minds constantly and it's especially bad with estp women they change their mind on a dime and you just cannot trust what an estp woman says it doesn't matter that they're ti parent it doesn't matter they're going to tell you the facts because they're going to change their mind five minutes later about what they just committed to or what they just said previously so you can't really trust what they say not telling them liars it's just they're so fickle that you can't trust them at all and you know, women being fickle is a huge problem. It is a female trait. It is, all women are fickle, and this is why arranged marriage exists to deal with how fickle they are. Uh, but and it is and that that feminine fickleness really comes out in ESTPs, even ESTP men, but especially ESTP women, to the point where I find it utterly annoying. But it is what it is. That's just how they are. Um, so what this means is, is that the freedom of choice or how they use their NI is ultimately flimsy. It is very flimsy. Um, and NI flimsiness is another reason ESTPs feel introverted because they know their NI is flimsy. So they assume everyone else's choice. They assume everyone else's NI and desire is just as flimsy as theirs, right? And then this leads them to believing that no one out there is truly loyal, no one out there is truly consistent, especially because they themselves often are not truly loyal because they are fickle. So these ESTPs are basically projecting their fickleness onto everybody else, and they are assuming that everyone else is just as fickle as they are, which causes them to be really transactional, which causes them to alienate other people, which causes them to be alone. So then they start feeling introverted because they're alone. When the reality of the situation is, is that they actually just alienated other people because they're fickle. And they're projecting that fickleness onto others. And they're treating other people as if they're fickle, even though those people aren't. This is one of the reasons why ESTPs end up uh, with ISTJs and INFPs. It's because they're playing it safe because these two types are the most consistent out of the 16 types and they just need that high level of consistency with their golden and and uh and bronze pair also known as the affection and natural pair uh affection pair and the natural pair of both these two pairs and uh they end up being in relationships with these people because these people are the most consistent but these people are consistent to a fault and you know this is why most people find ISTJs and infps to be entirely boring because they they're they're it's all about consistency and it makes the ESTP feel safe basically and this is how the ESTP plays it safe by getting in relationships with these two types and sometimes they also play it safe with the ESTJ or they play it safe with an ENFP but you know regardless ultimately this is just kind of how ESTPs are and it kind of sucks it, it really 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 does suck so there is and and there's another aspect that gets even worse um, but before that just don't forget, folks, our new course, Ego Hacking by Text, which will be coming out on Black Friday or Cyber Monday. I'm not entirely sure which day it's coming out, but it is coming out at the end of this month where I will be delivering a course uh, exposing one of my secrets that I don't really talk about very often, very rarely, uh, sometimes on the Discord. But one of my secrets on how to type people, and you'll be learning how to type people by text as well as learning how to ego hack or social engineer them by text uh, mediums as well. Text mediums being social media being email, uh, text messages, 
whatever, any type of text. You can even read a book and type type the author or the writer, basically, of the book, uh, that kind of thing. So uh, yeah, that course uh, is coming out at the end of the month. I highly, highly recommend you get in on it. It will be going up for pre-order, hopefully tomorrow. I'm really hoping tomorrow we have it up for pre-order. And trust me, you're going to want to get the pre-order price because it will be never, uh, the pre-order price will be the lowest uh, price ever, the early bird. And you want to get in on the early bird. You want to get in on the pre-order uh, before it comes out. And uh, yeah, uh, so check it out uh, when you have a chance. And uh, we also might have a master class with it as well, where I will be doing a, a seminar uh, teaching it with additional examples. We haven't decided on that either. So, but yeah, uh, we will keep you folks informed when the time comes. So the other issue that makes uh, makes this whole ESTP feeling introverted issue is ultimately what's known as Templar mirroring. And ESTPs often eventually come to figure out, especially with TI parents, that they know they are mirrors and do not want to mirror bad or corrupt people because they know they will become them as well. So if an ESTP is around bad or corrupt people, they will mirror their behavior and become bad and corrupt themselves, similar as to what INFJs do, although it's far worse with the INFJs because extroverted thinking trickster, at least... ESTPs have extroverted thinking critic, and they can rely on that critic to filter people out of their life a lot better than extroverted thinking trickster with INFJs. So INFJs have a worse problem when it comes to mirroring. But from an ESTP perspective, if they are around corrupt people, they will become corrupt themselves, and then they will project their own personal corruption onto others and further alienate people, which will cause them to feel introverted because they're so alienated that they're, they're, they have no choice but to be alone. Um, this also ends up risking a potential loss of freedom. This actually can destroy their own NI inferior, which is in effect the only real consequence that an ESTP cares about. ESTPs will make decisions, they'll go through life not caring about the consequences because the only consequence an ESTP cares about is loss of freedom. They don't care about any other consequence. So from their perspective, it's like, well, I'm strong because I can accept any consequence that comes my way. I can deal with any consequence that comes my way, except for loss of freedom, which will just cause me to rage, even though they can't see the sequence of events that would lead up to them being put into jail, for example. And they often do end up in jail because of it. And they just, it, it's just it's just so ridiculous how they don't understand that. And by, by them caring only about their own personal freedom consequences and ignoring all the other consequences, they end up further alienating themselves from other people because they don't realize how their freedom of choice is causing bad experiences, burdens on fellow human beings that could cause those fellow beings to rise up against the ESTP and basically put the ESTP in jail so that no one has to deal with the bad consequences of their poor decision-making, their poor choices, which is another often issue. And then obviously we already talked about uh, beta quadra hypocrisy as a result of being a soul temple uh, templar. And remember, ESTPs are so external and reject themselves by default uh, that they end up lacking in substance and they're easily hypocritical in their words and actions when they project this onto others. Another way, so what they do with this projection is that they often project their own lack of substance, their own lack of identity onto other people and they believe and they end up believing that other people don't have identity. And this is what causes ESTPs to be abusive because ESTPs have this perspective with people, especially with members of the opposite sex. I remember um, I remember my ESTP cousin uh, having this perspective of, well, 
these women that I have sex with, they are not human to me until they prove it otherwise, basically, which is actually something very common with the soul temple types, the four soul temple types, ESTP, INFJ, ISTJ, ENFP, but especially lust types, ESTP and INFJ, where they have this point of view, like, you know, people in their life, they're, they're automatically bad or they're automatically not human until proven otherwise. Whereas if you were to talk to a mind temple philosopher like INFP or ESTJ, they actually walk around assuming people are good until proven otherwise, whereas ESTP and INFJ assume people are bad until proven otherwise. Welcome to soul temple versus mind temple relationship. And this is ultimately what creates conflict between uh, these types, especially when they're in a sexual relationship, and they end up thriving on that conflict because the conflict breeds mercy. And mercy is how uh, ESTPs and INFJs show love and receive love, ultimately. Uh, which, in my opinion, is sad and soulless. So anyway, even even though all these things are mostly projection, ESTPs feel introverted because they shy away from people due to transactional people, corrupt people, fair-weathered people, hypocritical people. Um, and uh, But these people are oftentimes just projections of the ESTP's own self because the ESTP is transactional, the ESTP is corrupt, the ESTP is fair-weathered and lacking consistency, the ESTP is a hypocrite, and they often are projecting their own flaws onto others because of how external they are. And INFJs do the same, but ESTPs do it like on the edge of violence because they're so forceful with their extroverted sensing hero because the only consequence the ESTP cares about is their own personal freedom. And that's rough. It's extremely, extremely rough. It's extremely sad. I don't envy this. I don't envy that behavior. And as much as I loathe being dejected, I would rather be dejected my entire life than have to be what ESTPs are and do to people with their cognitive projection. Sure, I have cognitive projection issues, but I project it in a way, and I'd rather project in that way instead of how they project onto others because I find that reprehensible. I find that unconscionable and i'm very thankful that i am not an estp there are a lot of people out there who are envious or jealous of estps i am not one of them uh, it really sucks to be them uh, and um, now some of the best estps i've met are people who have admitted all of this to themselves and they've admitted this audibly to other people estps believe that if they don't admit to anything that they, they never have to do anything about it um, which is really frustrating and not true and false belief but they end up doing that and the ones who are actually able to admit it and actually able to take responsibility, those become some of the best ESTPs, if not the best people who walk the earth. And they even draw, they even draw their sense of identity from admitting fault. Because how can they receive mercy from somebody and actually feel loved unless they're willing to admit fault first? That is, after all, the secret to ESTP happiness. So... Anyway, uh, thanks for watching and listening, and I'll see you guys in the next episode. Later.